scripture reading this morning is taken from Psalm 33. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise Him. Praise the Lord with the harps. Make music to Him on the ten-stringed light. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all He does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of His unfailing love. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made. Their starry host by the breath of His mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the dip into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world reverse Him. For He spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord fells the plans of the nations. He trapped the purposes of the people. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of His heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people He chose for the inherit His inheritance. From heaven the Lord looked down and see all mankind. From His dwelling place He watches all who live on earth. He who forms the heart of all, who considers everything they do. No king is safe by the size of his army. No warrior escaped by his great strength. A host is a vain hope for deliverance. Dis despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him, on those who hope his, in His unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In Him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hopes in you. Reverend will now bring us the message. Who do you choose? Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we pray for your Spirit to come and guide us into your Word. For you are the Spirit of truth. And speak to our heart and renew us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Who will you choose? Which party is your favor? I'm saying, if a um, married couple they want to divorce, and you are their children under age, who? is in your favor do you prefer to follow your father or do you prefer to follow your mother your father may say to you my child i will give you a lot of money i'm the one earning money i can give you a lot of money i can support you financially i can um, send you overseas uh, for uh, to study, I can help you in your business to start out a business for you. I can buy, buy the house, buy the property that you like for you. You want to follow me? And the mom may say to you, ah, your dad, the cheater, the liar, the thief, 
he was having sex with someone else. He stole my money, stole my property. He's a thief. Don't listen to him. You follow me, you will have harap. Or else no harapan. The husband and wife are fighting for your custody. And which party will you stand? Who do you prefer to follow? Seems like both of them are they try to do something good for you. They try to claim that they love you. But who is truly loving in that family? The husband or the wife? None, I guess. And I'll say that is our political situation. Everyone are claiming that they are doing something good for you. They love you. But is that true? If that is the case, who can we have hope? Who can we choose? And how can we vote? I guess Psalm 33 will give us um, enlightenment in such a way that who is the one that fit God's will? We'll first look at verses 1 to 5. Verses 1 to 5, um, talking about um, uh, is a proclamation um, asking, calling the people to come to the Lord and praise Him. In verse 1 to 3, saying, Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise Him. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make music to Him on the ten-string lyre. Sing to Him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. So the first three verses is a call for the righteousness, for the God's nation to come and praise the Lord, for the righteous people to gather and praise the Lord. So in the description saying, um, praise the Lord with the heart, play music, make music to Him with the lyre, and sing to Him a new song and uh, with the band, and shout for joy, sing aloud, joyfully. That should be the way the righteous one should do. This is an invitation and call to those, to God's people to gather and praise God. Why that uh, the righteous nation, the people of God need to praise the Lord? In verse 4 and 5, talk about the reason. Saying, for the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of His unfailing love. Because God is right and just true. God is faithful in all He does. Whatever He say, He will um, keep His promise. He loves righteousness and justice. So, whatever God say and do is for sure for our sake. In His love. in our uh, For our goodness. So, we must... Praise Him 
because he is the one who loved the righteous nation. He kept his promise. And over the years, I guess we see、uh, how God works among us.、Um, I think I don't know how many years、um, have we been praying for our country. Yeah, I think since、um, from what I remember the most, just、uh, the last election. But I know far before that, there are a group of people start to pray for our country. So over the years, we as we pray our countries.、Uh, in in the past two years, we pray every monthly. We gather and pray. We see God works among us. God do work among us. Some of the issues that、um, start to、um, come to us, we can see all the issues and. Um, all this going to the court, and God work in all these matters. Although not all the court cases, we are happy with the ending, but we, I guess, to some extent, we are happy that we see God is working among us. We can say some of the court case, court case are、um, is. Uh, the justice is there. There is righteous, so we should praise Him, praise the Lord, because He works among us. He loves the righteous nation, and even though, even if we don't have, we don't see though this those things that happen around us, but we still can praise Him, just because God, Him alone, is righteous and loving. And that is good enough for us to praise Him. In the second part of this psalm,、uh, from verse six to eleven,、uh, let me read to you verse six to nine first. Verse six to nine. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made; they are starry hosts by the breath of His mouth. He gathers the waters of the sea into the jars. He puts the deep. Into storehouses, let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere Him. For He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, and it stood firm. By the word of God, He created the world. So here, the psalmist tried to express that the word of God is powerful. The promise of God never fell. Whatever God said. Even just a very short sentence, God will do it, and they are marvelous works. God say, "There should be light, and there is light.、Uh, there should be、uh, birds and fish, and there they can't.、Um, they are created. So all through the words of God, word of God are so powerful. So that's the reason.、Um, that's that's the thing that the psalmist try to say. Uh, we need to have a fearful heart. We need to fear God because whatever He say, He will do it, and He He will do it in such a way that is so powerful. So for the evil doers, they should be afraid because God will keep His word. They will not be slipped. Um, they they will not be、uh, let go. Let the let the issue slip just like that. God will count. God will, um. Really,、uh, put those evil doer in troubles. So here, verse six to、um, nine, the psalmist try to say, as 
as far as the um, just as just like how God created the world, that shows um, how powerful the His word is. And so, the, let the people fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere Him. In verse eight, for He spoke and it came to be; He command and it stood firm. So let us fear Him who pronounced our destiny. He know about us, and He, um, whatever He speak, it will come true. In Daniel chapter four, um, verse seventeen, a sentence that said by Nebuchadnezzar the king. Uh, of Babylon, um, I think it's very significant for us to um, to think about it when we talk about the uh, politics in our country. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, he said, um, "The decision is announced by messengers. The holy ones declare the verdict, so that the living may know that the Most High is sovereign." Over all kingdoms on earth, and give them to anyone he wishes, and set over them the lowliest of people. So Nebuchadnezzar said, "The Most High, the God, is sovereign over all kingdoms on earth, and whoever he gives, um, he gives the kingdom to whoever he wishes. So God is in control. Whether we." We try to elect、um, a new group of leaders、uh, through election, through appointment, whatever it is, it is God's work. God work among us. So that is what Nebuchadnezzar said. It's all in His control, in all in His plan, and God's plan never fail. And verse ten and eleven says, "The Lord forces the plans of the nations; He thwarts the." Purposes of the people, but the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of His heart, through all generations. Although a lot, oftentimes we, when we look at、um, our country or some other countries, when we think about the politics,、um, it seems like some people are manipulating the situation. Right? Yeah, I think in in the last、uh, election, last GE.、Um, That disappoint, disappointed,、um, made a lot of people、uh, get disappointed, and when、um, and we say the the vote that we cast、uh, is a movie ticket. In Chinese, we say, "woman hold the piao." Ah, 原来是一张戏票 Yeah, the vote that we cast.、Um, Is a movie ticket, and we we see all the things, funny things that happen、um, since last GE.、Uh, in one election, we have three、uh, prime minister, and that seems disappointing. How come this can happen in our country? But when I think about it, I think that is God's work. Also, that made the leaders start to have. Fear, the fear start to grow in the leader's heart, and that is important. Why? In verse eight, say, "Let the earth fear the Lord; let all the people of the world revere Him." We should have the fear of the Lord, even the leaders who don't know about our God. 
they should have the fear. And I guess that start of fear really make it better. Uh, since they have the fear that they can, uh, they can be disposed um, anytime, uh, any other, uh, anytime other leaders may take over them and be, be the leaders, then they start to grow fear. And the fear that in their heart will make them try to do things right. And I guess that's the good thing that I uh, look at it from the other side. And I'll say that is the word of God. Make people fear Him. And the last part of this uh, psalm, verse, tw- verse 12 to um, 22, um, I'll read to you from verse 12 to 15 first. 12 to 15. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place, dwelling place he watches all who live on earth, he who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. God knows the heart of all the mankind. Whatever we think, whatever the leaders wanted to do, having in their mind, they want to do, uh, they have their plan in their heart, God will know because God observes everyone from heaven. God knows our heart. So verse 12 says, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Um, those who walk according in line with the plan of God, then they will be blessed. Um, the people whom he chose um, for his inheritance to be his nation, then blessed is the nation. That doesn't mean um, if we are uh, we we believe in him, then we are chosen. But but if we look at the whole Bible, the teaching is always those who work the will of God, those who do the will of God. They are God's holy nation. Or else we are just like the Pharisees who know God's law, but we don't step into the blessing of God. So from heaven, God observes everyone, um, whether they are God's nation or not. God will know our heart and God observes. He knows everything that we do, we did, and we wanted to do. In verse 6, 16 to um, 19 says, no king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. And from here, psalmists um, try to guide um, the congregation to to know the power of God, the will of God, the sovereignty of God. That uh, no one can win the battle uh, through the size of the army, through the power, through the strength um, of uh, the military power. In the earlier days, um, when they are wars, is all um, depend on the size of the army. Yeah, the 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 greater the size of your army, then the higher chance you can win 
in a war. Uh, no warrior can. Um, but here the psalmist said, no king is saved by the size of his army, and no warrior escapes by his great strength. That is God's in God's um work. When God's work, no one can go against him. No matter how great is the army. One of the story that reminded me when I look read uh look at um Psalm uh these few verses is uh Gideon. If you remember Gideon in Judges chapter seven, uh Gideon he led just um three hundred people to go for war. Can you imagine three hundred people? And that had greatly reduced from thirty-two thousand of soldiers. Ah,、uh, initially they have thirty-two thousand of、uh, soldiers, but God said to Gideon, "That is too much." But wait, do you know how much? How、uh, how big is the size of the enemy? More than twelve thousand, because、uh, from from what we we know, the、uh, those. The enemy that were killed is a hundred and twenty thousand. Yeah, hundred and twenty thousand were killed. But so that means the enemy、um, should have more than hundred and twenty thousands. But God said you have thirty-two thousand soldiers is way too much. Wow,、oh, this、um, we cannot we cannot imagine. How come God will say that? God says, if you rely on your power, if you rely on your military power, then you 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 will think that it's all by your own strength that you win the battle. So God asked Gideon to cut down the size of the army. So Gideon said, those who are afraid, please go home. So out of the thirty-two thousand soldiers, twenty-two thousand left. So left ten thousand people. What did God say? God said it's still too much. Ten thousand is still too much. So God asked them to、uh, drink water from、um, a stream, and then from then from there,、uh, there are God wanted Gideon to differentiate a group of people from that ten thousand. So from that ten thousand people,、uh, there are three hundred. They drink water.、Um, By uh, they they take the water in their hand and then drink like um licking like a dog, yeah. They are drinking the water standing, but the other um the other people they kneel down and drink water. So God say those are the one the three hundred those they are the um they are the the people that you want to use to go for battle. So end up there are only three hundred. Soldiers going against hundred and twenty thousand, and actually more than that. Can you imagine how can they win the battle? And you look at the weapon that they carry. Literally, they are not weapon. They carry a jar. They carry a torch and um a horn. That's the three item that each of the soldier carry. None of this is a good weapon. They don't carry their armor. They don't bring their sword. What can they do with a horn, a torch, and a jar? But they win the battle with just that three item. That is God's work 
among them. So it's not by the size of the army, but it's by the will of God. When God works, God neglect all the power that we thought they are powerful. God works in His way. And verse seventeen say, "A, a horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save." Horse is a strategic resources in war. Horse can run fast. Horse, if a strong horse, a good horse should be able to travel a very very long distance in a short time. But God say it's vain hope for deliverance. When God wanted someone die, then they can escape even with the fastest and the、uh, strongest horse. So I think again, it repeats saying, "The eyes of the Lord are on those who fear Him, on those whose hope is in unfailing love." God loved those who fear Him, and verse nineteen say He delivered them from death and kept keep them alive in famine. So if we look upon,、um, if we fix our eyes on God, then we should understand that we should、um, we are not relying on the earthly power, the. Political parties that we are in favor, some of the leaders that we think they can lead the country. All this is actually by the grace of God. They can be the leader is due to the sovereignty of God. God allowed, God let him, God appoint him、um, as the leader. Then he can. Or else, no one can. So, in the last、um, last paragraph of this psalm,、um, verse twenty to twenty-two, say, "We wait in hope for the Lord; He is our help and our shield. In Him, our hearts rejoice, for we trust in His holy name. May Your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope." In you, we wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. When read through the whole psalm, we may guess what is the situation that some this psalmist was in. Is it in the good time that、um, the psalmist、um, is under the reign of? A good king. I don't think so, because in the last few verses he said, "We wait in hope for the Lord; He is our help and shield." Seems like there is not a good time, but he wrote this psalm and said, "We trust in the name of our Lord," and that is the only reason. There is a good enough reason for us to be happy, and God's love will be with us, and we put our hope in Him. That's the、um, this psalm, the center of this psalm. Who will you choose? 
who will you vote for? Are there any righteous men among the candidates? I saw a few <laughs> shake their head. If so, then how can we vote? How will God work among us when we don't see any hope? If we don't see any righteous one, what about us? Are we God's righteous nation? We seek God. We have hope in God. We choose God. And in fear, we see how will God work. Let us pray. Lord, a lot of people rely on the um, so-called good political parties or some good leaders. But Lord, we rely on you. Our hope is in you. Whoever you put on chair, Lord, we pray that we see your work in between and how God you want to work through the leaders. Although we may not see clearly, but Lord, please help us so that we know God, you are here with us and you will work among us. Lord, whoever will be the leaders, Lord, you are our one and only hope. We hope, we have hope in you because you are the one who has power over all the kingdoms. You are the one who keep your promise. You are the one who is righteous and loving. Lord, we trust and believe no matter how is the condition, um, whether the leaders, we like, it, like them or not, we believe, Lord, you are among us. And that is our hope. And that is good enough for us to celebrate. And that is good enough for us to live a joyful life. So Lord, help us. Make our heart, brighten our heart. Shine upon us with your light and give us hope when we see no hope when there are no um, good leaders Lord we know that we are not relying on them we are relying on you when we don't have good economics Lord we know that we are not relying on these earthly things but we live in you we live by your grace so Lord, help us to turn our eyes upon you so that we won't be um, we won't be upset by our environment for we have hope in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.